Hi, everyone, and welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. This is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing healing cultural wounds. Now, you could probably replace the word culture with religion, but the idea is that when we are raised in a specific environment, uh, specific belief systems, specific habits, rituals, uh, this becomes a way of life. This becomes a part of our identity. And in this episode, I want to discuss what happens when that identity has been corrupted because the beliefs or the patterns of relating uh, from the people around us uh, creates those wounds and creates these very deep, impactful wounds that, unless healed, wreak havoc on our uh, lives later on. So I want to quote from an article. This is from uplift.love. It says that oppression, war, colonialism, imperialism, genocide, poverty, and slavery can cause physical illness to the individual who endures this kind of suffering firsthand. If unresolved, these wounds also have a deep psychological impact that can be passed down through belief systems, memories, and even genetics. This cultural trauma can lead to racial tensions, violence, depression, or other physical diseases. Our bodies remember what our minds might rather forget. At this stage in history, some aspect of these traumas probably existed for all of our ancestors, regardless of our current socioeconomic status. So essentially, when we are uh, raised in a home or an environment or a culture, a religion that has certain ways of being that had to go through certain specific traumas, collective traumas, uh, that's gonna wound us. And unless we heal that, it's gonna be intergenerational. Uh, This is oftentimes why we have these wounds that have been going back for decades and even millennia. So cultural wounds, the way I see them, are similar to childhood wounds in that they create deep imprints on the psyche uh, that desperately need healing. They affect our belief system, the way we perceive the world, the way we see ourselves. So many things uh, are dependent on these uh, the cultures we're raised in, and, and oftentimes these cultures are very wounding. Now we are born into a culture, most usually, which is essentially the the micro, I'm sorry, the macro of the micro wounds of our family of origin. So essentially, we are raised in a family. That family is part of a sort of it's sort of a subunit and part of a larger larger ecosystem, and they're all interconnected. Uh, In other words, our childhood wounds from our family are usually created and then enabled and cemented by the groups that we are raised in, by the cultures that we surround ourselves with. Now our culture is so impactful in the way our psyche is shaped. Uh, the pressure, the peer pressure from those around us, uh, it shapes our beliefs, uh, patterns of relating, the type of person we're attracted to, the ones we attract into our uh, our own life, uh, how we relate to the world, how we view the world, how we see ourselves, our self-image, our self-esteem, so obviously very, very impactful. Now at best, the effect that our culture will have on us is that we'll feel accepted, but most usually the wounds created are deep and highly unconscious. Uh, the fear of being alone, rejected, abandoned in a very large world as a child and then later adult uh, has us clinging to these beliefs, to these cultures, to these religions, to these essentially the group think in order to uh, not be abandoned and rejected. So I want to go through some of the signs that you may have a cultural wound. If you are tire, uh, terrified, I'm sorry, of letting go uh, of beliefs, of core beliefs, of your childhood culture, uh, of what you've been taught, Uh, If you have a difficult time developing an independent sense of self outside of your culture, so essentially you derive your whole sense of being, uh, whole sense of purpose from uh, your your culture you were raised in. If you have a love-hate relationship with the culture you were a part of early on. If you're extremely defended uh, and constantly defending your culture, even if things don't necessarily add up, uh, specifically you're intellectually defended towards your culture. If you see people as a product of one's belief system as opposed to 
the human being that they are. So if you see people as sort of uh, the different differences between people are based on their beliefs and, and how they understand the world and how their, their, their culture interacts with the world, essentially, then you're still, in essence, stuck uh, in that culture, in that sort of primitive way of being, uh, in, in, in many instances, you probably have a cultural wound. And finally, if you're ashamed of thinking thoughts that disagree with, with your family of origins culture. So now I want to talk about how to heal a cultural wound. First of all, it's so important to gather self-awareness and understand who you are and develop a healthy, independent sense of self outside of the beliefs that you were raised in. It's important not to identify with that culture uh, and understand culture serves a purpose that allows us to feel connected, to feel accepted, and to be a part of something bigger than ourselves, but that is not necessarily who you are. Uh, you're allowed to accept any belief that you that you agree with, but it's important to challenge it. And, and, and you can be proud of your, your culture, uh, but understand that your culture is not necessarily personal. It's just something that you were raised in, and to be too clingy to it, in essence, is to avoid yourself in many instances. Uh, it's important to go on a healing journey and develop self-awareness. You know, you are not your family of origin. You are not your beliefs. You are not your culture. You are not your religion. In essence, you are the presence. Uh, you are the, the human behind all those things. So it's important to go on a journey to sort of let go of that programming, let go of that those cultural beliefs so you can really find out who you truly are. It's important to understand the role of culture, uh, the limitations of it, and, and, and sort of what the function of it and what the purpose of it. And if you ask me, the purpose of a culture is to help people who are in a similar environment feel connected and have a way of communicating with each other that helps each other connect. Uh, this is a hugely important function. However, uh, when taken too far, it becomes a defense mechanism. It becomes something we cleave to to avoid facing ourselves. Uh, it's very vital to forgive your parents, your past friends, teachers, leaders, and sort of the past uh, cultural uh, beliefs and, and ways of being for, for the way it uh, impacted you. You know, obviously as a child, you were highly influential and the culture we had, the parents uh, that we had, uh, the way they viewed us, the way they taught us things, and maybe even oftentimes bullied us to believe certain things can leave significant damage. So part of the healing journey is letting go and forgiveness uh, because honestly speaking, everyone has these cultural wounds. And in order to move on past these wounds, we have to let go. We have to accept the fact that uh, people are limited. And even though uh, these wounds seem very personal and real, and they are, uh, it doesn't have to be. And we can truly move on past that if we don't cleave to them and if we allow them to, uh, to, pass, us, uh, to pass through us. More often, you know, our parents, our family of origin, we're clinging to these cultures for the very same reason that many people do, is that we want to feel part of something. We want to be accepted. We want to be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. And as a result, uh, they maybe took culture a little bit too far. It is so difficult to walk away from our family of origins culture. In fact, it's one of the hardest things to do. We take on those beliefs and we really uh, create a sense of self out of them and we cleave to them because by holding on to these beliefs, we feel like we will be safe. By holding on to our culture, we feel like we will always have someone who has our back. Uh, most of the time, we don't necessarily have an identity outside of the culture that we were raised in. That's why it's so important to leave it behind. And even though doing so will feel like death, and it's not to say that it's wrong. They can have wonderful beliefs, but it's important to, you know, until we let go and explore our own selves, until we adopt beliefs that align with who we truly are and where we are going with our life, uh, as well as until we choose a culture or at least find our place within a culture and make it our own, we are in essence stuck in childhood with no true freedom and ability to, uh, to be ourselves and to explore ourselves. So 
like I mentioned, this is a wound that many people struggle from and oftentimes we don't realize it because of the deep desire to feel a part of something and uh, we oftentimes have great pride in the, in the origin and the, in the religion and the practices that we were raised with. But like I said, in order to truly become a healthy, independent, evolving, growing adult, we have to challenge our program and we have to challenge the way we were raised because otherwise we are stuck in it and we can't truly uh, think for ourselves and be our own person. If you are struggling with this, please allow me to take you on that healing journey inward to develop that self-awareness, uh, to tr truly find out who you are so you are not holding on to this identity that may or may not have any true bearing on the person that you are. So I offer a free 15-minute consultation. Please reach out. My email is info at yetsepstein.com. Uh, you can reach me by phone, 818-821-6049. I want to thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the very best.